in an abandoned underground city at the Spanish coast near Malaga, I found a USB stick containing 300 random movies from arthouse to weird, from obscure to notorious. Now, in lockdown, it is time to watch and discuss them all in an international podcast project. Two Turks and a German, two filmmakers and a mystery man. Welcome to Mysterium Pictorum. Recording. Hello and welcome to episode three of Mysterium Pictorum. Uh, let's just quickly get the introductions out of the way. Nissan, who are you? I am Nissan. Jaren, who are you? I am Jaren and that's all you need to. Okay, fantastic. Um, I am Lars, and you can find all information about me on LarsHendricks.de. Yeah, and it's very loud where you are. Where are you? I'm joining from a sunny balcony from a friend's house. That's fantastic. We were just uh, outside too because it's very sunny here. Is it very sunny in, in, in Turkey too? Yeah, it's really nice. The snow stopped. Now it's almost beach. So it's the same almost. because here, like three days ago, it was snowing and now it's really sunny. Mm -hmm. yep. I love it being sunny. That Greta, she shall f shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, it's, it's fantastic. I, I love the weather. <laughs> um, what else do I love? We watched a movie. Do we love it? <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was so exhausted by this one. You were? I, I were. I, 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 you talk. Why? No, Jaren, how did you like this movie? I haven't heard anything from you about this. I, I actually just finished watching it. Okay, okay. So what do you think? Still really warm row for me. <laughs> A fresh wound. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it was an interesting experience, let's say that, about the movie. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would absolutely uh, uh, say the same thing. It's an interesting experience, uh, an interesting and unique experience, in fact. Um, so, uh, what did we watch? It was uh, the movie Square Root 964 Pinocchio, uh, a Japanese avant-garde experimental underground science fiction movie uh, from the 90s i think um a no budget feature so again i think an inspirational thing to watch for no budget filmmakers no budget filmmakers have to suffer when watching movies but uh, it 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 will um it will be worth it in the end um this is again no budget this really? is again no budget yeah 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 it's it's a lot yeah. of it was um was was guerrilla like uh, they 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 just um shot it in the streets and all the all the people mm -hmm. didn't know about um, a movie being shot they were just very irritated by what the actors did um mm -hmm. uh, I, i'm i'm going to talk a bit more about the director i read some interviews with him he's actually pretty hard to track down like uh, he disappeared from the scene um another mystery man <laughs> well, sort of. I, 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 I'm not sure. Like, um, he was the assistant director on the movie Tetsuo, the Iron Man, which is more of a classic than this one. Uh, have you guys heard of Tetsuo? 
I just heard of it. Like I just read about it, but I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, yeah, me neither. I'm not sure if it's uh, if it's on our drive somewhere. Um, but I, I I don't think it is, right? Um, I don't think so. But I think we have another movie of this director. Yeah, yeah, we have another movie by this director, but it, that, that that's way later, <laughs> so we can recover first. Um, so, uh, but, but but yeah, after that other movie, he disappeared for ten years, then came back with some uh, short films, and I think he's he's gone again now. He's actually a musician mostly, and um, like in Tokyo, there's some club where he where he uh, performs uh, most of the time. Um, and, and, and he will do some noise techno sets and play parts of his movies on, on, on screens, which I think is, is, is pretty cool. And he was, he was a musician, like, uh, electronic punk musician before this. Actually, the, the, the cast, uh, was his band. None of them made a movie again after this. Um, and, uh, they did play this movie uh, after it was finished as, kind of a party uh like they, they they just had this movie on and people would dance to it i guess um i i think that's a bit weird but so what what we uh said about the first two movies we watched yes 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 what we said about the first two movies they actually did with the third one <laughs> can you this guys... was designed for that <laughs> yeah can you imagine <laughs> dancing to this movie uh, <laughs> maybe on the like last I don't know, 20 minutes or so? Yeah, then it became kind of noisy, music-y, right? Mm -hmm. Music-y and like a bunch of city view running through the people, crowds, all that. Could yeah. happen. I mean, I mean, when he was uh, pulling the, 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 the concrete permit, maybe, maybe you would dance just because it's, it's so boring at some point <laughs> and you want to do something. <laughs> What's that? Is that like this big stone thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah. Is it called concrete? What? It's concrete. a permit made from concrete. Concrete is beton. Permit ah, is pyramide. Okay. Why don't you say beton? Pyramide. Because beton is German and we're ah, recording okay. this podcast in English. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought it's also used in English because I use it that way. You know, I talk about beton all the time when I speak English, so no one ever corrected me. That, that's why they fired you from that construction site. <laughs> <laughs> they, they thought you were talking about a beton, which is something. <laughs> I, I wish I could think about what that is, but, but, but our English language listeners are probably chuckling right now. Um, let's go through this movie beat by beat because, because um, I've taken notes when watching because there really wasn't much else to do but taking notes. Mm -hmm. um, but, 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 Jaren, you've just watched it. Um, how do you feel? I feel like I wasted that sunny day after a long winter <laughs> by watching this movie. And I'm just looking at my notes now as well, and it, it's mostly questions. <laughs> also, I mean, I didn't have time after I finished the movie, but it came to me that I should count the number of Pinocchios, like the number of Pinocchio being said by any character. Oh yeah, that, 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 that happens a lot. I started on the 16th minute. Uh, and it's 42 times after the 16th minute, and they said it a bunch of times also before then. So yeah. at least 50. There's this long sequence where, where w w what's her name again? 
Himiko. Himiko, where Himiko tries to uh, to to teach him to speak, and and she says Pinocchio a lot. Uh -huh. Actually, um, by then I still found this movie kind of cute and endearing. Let, let, let's start at the top. Uh, 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 when I when I was finished watching it, uh, I felt quite sick. Uh -huh. Really, like sick to my stomach. Nissan, how did you feel? Well, I closed my eyes during this uh, exploding and, and puking scene. So <laughs> the I exploding didn't bother I, me. I didn't feel that sick like you because I just didn't look at it. But, but, but didn't you hear it? <laughs> I also closed my ears. All right. Multifunctional hands. Yeah. And I was like this. No. Like, like what? This is, this is, an, 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 this is not a visual medium. What are you doing there? <laughs> Anyway, I um, I turned my back, you mm -hmm. know, and I looked at you and closed my ears. You remember? And I looked at you and just waited. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait. For, for your for your disgusted, disturbed face expression <laughs> to end. Uh, my 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 my, uh, my day job actually is I audio describe uh, I audio describe live shows and movies uh, for 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 blind people. Nissan. Uh, do, do do again what what you just did. I can describe it to our okay. audience. Well, this Nissan is sitting on the chair now. She moves both her hands to her ears and covers them completely. Her face is a bit uh, well. I can't do this in English. I'm just realizing mm. that I'm I'm better at this in German. All right. Um, the beginning. I thought the beginning, the first scene was actually a good hook. Uh, hook me right in. Like, uh, so, so we follow this guy who is a, um, who, who, who went through some type of surgery to become lobotomy. A, yeah. Yeah. A, a lobotomy to, to, to make him a, a sex slave, um, who, uh, could be purchased then. And, um, he is, uh, impotent. So he gets thrown out by this lesbian couple. Um, are they lesbian? It, it says lesbian in the description of the movie. I mean, ah. well, they, they 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 do have, I think, at least one lesbian sex scene. So, yeah, but I mean, gender and sex norms in general change so much since the description of this movie was written. That is true. Ninety-one. So this yeah. sexually fluid couple. <laughs> I guess. I mean, if they weren't, I assume the Pinocchio guy has a penis. Why would they want to? Sex slave with a penis. You're absolutely right. Uh, I was caught in uh, up in the language of the nineties. Uh, obviously, <laughs> lesbians don't need. Uh, what what what's the plural of penis? Penises. Pinae. <laughs> Just say dicks. Dicks. Bukake. Lesbians don't need dicks, and they seldomly want bukake. Um, <laughs> other than straight women who love that. Um, so the beginning is a great hook. I thought uh, it's a, it's it's a quick scene. Uh, it's intercut with with these little slices of uh, his lobotomy. Like there's some sex, some violence, um, and and it, it, it didn't feel too tasteless at that point to me. Um, I, I I was hooked. Yeah, me too. It was really. I don't know, it felt really extreme and fast, but if you think about it, the first scene didn't have any explicit scenes. Just a little bit blood and boobs, but it was not like, you know, well, rapey. They, they did drill into his head and they were oh. raping him. But apart oh. from that, it was <laughs> non-rapey and non-explicit. <laughs> apart from the it actual rape. It just didn't bother me <laughs> that much. 
<laughs> yeah, because it was a man who got raped. Um, how, how sexist of you, Nisa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Yaren, did you, did you like the hook? Uh, I, I like the intro, like the first 10 minutes even, up to how they meet with Himiko. Okay, yeah. That whole, I don't know, collection of scenes are really nice, actually, yeah. Yeah, you I thought right. so too. It pulled you into the movie, but then it got super weird, like weird, repetitive, and exhausting. Um, but 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 I actually have a um, I have a theory about this movie that I'm gonna gonna present uh, later mm -hmm. in this show. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, then uh, he he gets thrown out. We also get introduced to, to Himiko, who uh, also gets let out, but I don't know why. Um, Uh, so are they related in that way through whatever sex slave company? I think so. So they definitely both have a connection to the company and they both have uh, ha have lost all their memory. So I assume she's a sex slave too who lets who gets let go. Yeah, I thought oh, so too. Is, is, is that why they go into that, I don't know, metamorphosis when they kiss? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I uh, at at least that's that's absolutely part of my theory. Um mm -hmm. I mean this the, this movie is kind of um non uh uh non what what do you um what what's non narrative narrative this movie is kind of non narrative. But uh we get introduced to Himiko who sits in the streets um and 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 we 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 get to see like the the the, the Tokyo streets and there are some uh people just walking around and i think this is this is actually shot guerrilla style so that's real tokyo and she's sitting in the midst of it uh, just just chilling when she gets mistaken by uh, for, for a prostitute um which when we watched it nissan told me is a thing that uh ha happened to you a lot what really yeah getting mistaken for a prostitute it's in my notes it's happened to me once My notes say, mistaken for a prostitute, Nissan. So what's your story? My story is, why did you note that? It was just a, like, it, it really happened, but it was a joke. But you said it while we were watching the movie, so, so tell the story. You just want to uh, amuse the podcast listeners with, with my traumatizing story. Yeah, I just want to make a good podcast. When I was 15. This is a safe space. So when I was a teenager, um, with my then boyfriend, I was at a concert at um, a, a friend of of my uh, of my, my classmate. He had a band, and you you met him, Sydney. Mm. And uh, my then boyfriend and I we uh, we went to this concert, and um, that was like a, another village, and I was. I was a teenager who dressed up like I thought how a rock star girl would dress up. I don't know. <laughs> and then we got bored and um, we wanted to check the train uh, if we can, you know, get home. And um, but we couldn't. Uh, so we had to be in the night outside, like in a village for uh, until 4 a.m. or something. And then a man came. And he asked my boyfriend if he's selling me. <laughs> what? Yes. That's what what was that in uh in, in, in Bielefeld? It was in Osnabrück. But that is Nordrhein-Westfalen. Yes. 
Yeah, Nordrhein-Westfalen is a weird part of Germany where that is actually very believable. And what did your boyfriend say? Did he say did did, did they did they come to a uh, did, did did they agree on a price? No, <laughs> we were both really uh, we were two teenagers who so we were irritated. We were like, uh, he said no. <laughs> how, how old were you? Fifteen. That's that's quite fucked up. Almost as fucked up as this movie. I think we lost Yaren. Yeah, I think so too. I don't want to uh, tell this nope. story Nope, I'm just, I'm just making noise. I didn't want to disturb you with that noise. Ah. I muted myself. Ah. <laughs> That's possible. I didn't know that. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so uh, see but I did hear about that also from like other female friends that people come to them ask they have a price they oh, can so negotiate outside of Germany too. So. Do they usually go to their boyfriends and ask them if there's a price? Or is that I heard of that happening in like rural Turkey, especially if you go out you yeah. know, with a couple of friends to a mainly, I guess, male dominated, I don't know, club or something. So rural they Turkey. They can come to you. Rural Turkey is, is, is as uncivilized as uh, big cities in Germany. You could say that, yeah. Yeah, disgusting places. Um, mm. Tokyo. So, so no, no, uh, that never happened to you, Lars, or to your ex-girlfriend. Did no one ask you if if someone can sell her? Uh, no. Can sell her? I meant. I was I was only frequenting uh, like radical left-wing spaces where um, I think the 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 the, the most the, the the person who said the most sexist things was usually me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, stuff like that never happens. Like in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm used to being the biggest pig around. I'm always appalled by <laughs> stories like that. Like, how would I be supposed to top that? <laughs> um, we have we have books. Uh, I, I I don't know. Is is this a thing in Turkey too? We have uh, in Germany. We have. Uh, public bookshelves where you can put books that you don't want to have anymore and you can go and, and get mm -hmm. books for free? Do you have that too? In some neighborhoods, not all over the place. Yeah, uh, yeah, here, here too. Plus, uh, in some neighborhoods, these are good and in, in others, they are terrible. Maybe that's a good way of, of seeing if a neighborhood that you want to move to is a good neighborhood or not by, by, by looking at the books the people throw out. Whatever. Uh, we, have a, we have a great one of those here. And I found uh, two books called Fruits um, in there. And those, uh, th 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 that's um, street fashion photography um, from Tokyo from the 90s. Uh, and uh, th th those people always look like they are dressed up for some sort of convention. Like it's 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 crazy crazy costumes. It's punk mixed with anime mixed with '90s, I guess. Um, and I really love it. And I saw echoes of that in these uh, authentic uh, images of 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 uh, the Tokyo streets in the '90s. Did you did mm -hmm. you also see echoes of that random book I have, Yaren? <laughs> Of course, I, I always try to match any thought I have to random books you might find. 
um, all right, I, I'm just I'm just trying to go through my notes here. Uh, <laughs> they used uh, a lot of wide lenses, uh, which I think always makes for a great look. Uh, and and especially like if you're making a no budget thingy, um, mm. and and you might not have the best camera, this always lends style. Uh, versus uh, used used them sometimes too. This one it, it dominated the, the 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 visual style, like these wide lens fish eye uh, images they 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 had. Um, we did that once in our series, um, the acting students in the in the second season. Mm -hmm. um, we had a camera person who was very fond of wide lenses, and and, and I I was too. Mm -hmm. um, I always love that. That's like an an MTV look. I think MTV did this a lot. And I think if you're making a no budget feature, um, consider the wide lenses. I mean, as a non movie maker person, like. I realized that as well at the beginning, especially when they first meet and go to Himiko's place. Um, but after that, they had like shit ton of super fast cuts, zoom ins to like faces and weird parts of the body. It felt like after some point they might have like multiple directors that shifted their style completely for some reason. Yeah, I, I felt like this movie was, while we were watching Versus, I thought, oh, it's too long. Everything is too mm -hmm. long. And this movie was too fast mm -hmm. at some point. What? Like, there was half an hour when he was just dragging that permit concrete. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> yeah, this baton scene, that's another story. <laughs> um, But, like, uh, I, I was also hooked in the beginning, and then it was, everything was... Too fast, cut it too fast, too fast, and too loud, and and then uh, towards the end, I I could uh, like empathize again with them, but I, I was just lost in the middle. I think the movie uh, started out quite conventionally, actually, and, and 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 in a quite sweet way, and and then and then came a breaking point, uh, mm -hmm. a, a, a very um, much articulated breaking point uh, which was when when he started uh, yeah going into this weird kind of metamorphosis um, and from then on the 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 film just let loose and was just this this uh, disturbing music video it felt like very much a techno thing from the 90s then which which it was um, yeah and then and then it ended so I I also liked the narrative part better and I thought um, like with with weird movies from around the world uh, when they are successful, there will be an American remake and people always complain like, it's not edgy anymore. And I thought, I want the American remake of this one. I want some, I want some white bread American to tell the story conventionally because I like the story. They have to understand it first. Though. You could be the white bread. Do it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not an American. Um, there, 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 there seems to have been a considerable uh, Japanese no-budget film scene in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, I think it's like the start of the um, cyberpunk, Japanese cyberpunk. Do you know more about that? I have no idea. I try to stay away from this much of an experimental movies, mm -hmm. usually, when I'm making a new list for the year or so. Um, I don't think I've seen any from Japan. I saw some from Poland. Oh, oh, oh. How, how are those? From, I assume, Soviet era as well. Or maybe right after the fall of the wall. I'm not sure. Cyberpunk ones? I've never heard about uh, any of those. 
uh, I don't remember the name. It came to a festival like many, many years ago. Uh, but it was like nothing like this. It was more grounded, but again, mostly tons of violence, uh, weird metamorphosis, body shapes changing and stuff, and lots of sex. Sounds, sounds a bit like Tetsuo. Polish Tetsuo. It might be. I'm very, very it interested. It also had like supernatural parts as well, like vampires or something. Oh, 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 was that um, uh, Nordschneiderzor? Wächter der Nacht in German. It's, a, it's, it's this uh, Russian blockbuster thing. It had three parts. Uh, there, 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 there's actually a book trilogy um, that it is based on. I have to look up the Nightwatch. Was it called Nightwatch? I don't think so. Ah, it had okay. a stupid name as well. It, it felt like a B-movie, basically. There, 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 there's a there's a R R Russian movie by by Timur uh, Betov. I think he's pretty famous by now, and I still can't uh, say his name properly. Um, mm -hmm. but, but 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 he definitely is in Hollywood now, making making uh, big blockbusters. And it was like a it was this huge Russian movie, and it sounds very similar. Like it had uh, vampires and and uh, fantasy elements, and was an action movie. And I think it had like a cyberpunk uh, aesthetic. I've never actually really um, watched it, but but um, I like cyberpunk. Do you guys like cyberpunk? I think I only uh, know. Blade Runner, I don't know that much cyberpunk, but I think if I would, I, I probably would like it. Ghost in the Shell. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't like cyberpunk in general. Why not? I don't know. It never appealed to me. Like I never liked Blade Runner as a teenager. And after, I haven't seen the second one still. I think the second one is boring and brown, but... but I'm I, sure. I, I mean, it's like milking money out of something old. Like the usual trend, but still, I mean, I wasn't excited about that at all. Yeah, I mean, everybody loves it, but I don't. I, I, I think I liked the first one better, but I don't. I don't remember. I remember that I liked it when I watched it when I was, I don't know, thirteen, fourteen, or something. I don't know. Is it the pessimism that bothers you about cyberpunk? No, it's the punk. I think. Really? Yeah. H how do you like your science fiction? More, I mean, pe pessimism is always welcome in science fiction, <laughs> but more realistic, I guess. Like it's the like the year oh, two thousand. Did we change to aluminium colors and stuff suddenly? No. Mm -hmm. If there's that much of a dystopian future, as is in most cyberpunk cases, you wouldn't spend like three hours to color your hair pink <laughs> do you like the matrix uh, i actually just watched it we've been making a lego millennium falcon for the past week and we watched the matrix trilogy and it, it's okay it's a, two and three are still not good movies in my opinion First one is mostly nostalgic and you know, a good movie. We we just rewatched the first one and I and I remembered it being so exciting and everything. Like I loved these when I was I don't know twelve. Uh, 
but but it was a lot more um slow and empty like um yeah the, yeah Ton tons of exposition yeah they, they 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 were talking a lot and and the the sets were very empty looked very bland and also the mm -hmm. movie there were long stretches in which nothing was happening and then all these platitudes i didn't remember it being that uh, i don't know uh, that much of a trash movie i guess I watched it for the first time with you. I've never watched it and I always really? thought Yeah, it was Matrix I've never watched and I always wanted to and I thought this is this great movie I have to watch and I don't know maybe I expected too much or maybe I watched it at the wrong time. I was too old and not in the 90s anymore. I just wasn't that I don't know. I mean I, it, it became an immediate cliche. Yeah, it came out in '99, and in 2000, everybody was copying it anyway. So by now, yeah, yeah, you're probably, used to that. Uh, yeah, I think so. I missed it when it was because I, mm -hmm. I saw it already so many times. Not because because so many times it was copied. It's it's not Matrix mm -hmm. fault, but I don't know. I just I just couldn't enjoy it. But actually. I'm 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 just thinking about the thing uh, uh, about about this being remade in an, uh, in in the US. Actually, the Matrix did uh, copy the, the the Japanese cyberpunk stuff and made it made it into the Matrix. Then, like the the Wachowskis were were heavily influenced by mostly by 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 anime, but but that's all basically the same narrative scene, right? So so um, out of this cyberpunk movement came uh, Ghost in the Shell mm -hmm. and and other influential um, animes that just slipped my mind because I haven't watched them. But I mean, in, th in that sense, this movie didn't have, apart from the weirdness side of it, didn't have a bunch of like Japanese tropes you see in especially classical movies that carry over to the more recent ones, like long looks, um, lack of action with, you know, bursting, I don't know. Yeah. Veins and something. Like, this was more fast paced. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think it would be a Japanese movie immediately as a style if the actors weren't Japanese. I think this is a very unique movie. I also don't think it was that, that influential because when we watched Versus, I've seen stuff that was clearly inspired by Versus, so it felt familiar even though I had never watched it. This time, I've seen none of this copied anywhere because why would you copy any of it? But it was uh, <laughs> truly unique. I mean, IMDB gave it 5.5, which is way higher. I think and it's like 600-something people that voted. Yeah, it's it's like a, a deep below the underground classic, um, which I mean for its uniqueness, I think it kind of deserves. Um, this movie also it, it shows a lot of the brutalist architecture of Tokyo, uh, especially in the beginning when they go into Himiko's lair. Like she she takes Pinocchio, uh, he he comes up to her in the streets. Uh, I think he wants to feed, uh, like like he he looks like a like a like a baby, um, mm -hmm. looking for milk, um, and she then she then <laughs> brings him to her lair and 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 says he can stay with her and on the way there they they have like all this all this images of this 
brutalist uh, Tokyo architecture, which I found very cool. And I also think it's a very clever way of making uh, something look science fiction-y without a budget. Fassbinder did the same thing on uh, World on a Wire. Anyone seen that? No, I only watched one uh, film by Fassbinder. Fassbinder has this amazing uh, trilogy. It's it's actually also pretty uh, pretty cyberpunk, pretty dystopian science fiction. Mm -hmm. It basically tells the story of the Matrix, but he did it in the '80s, and it's without action. So it's people discovering that their world is an is is an illusion given to them by a computer. Um, What's the name? Uh, world on a Wire. Yeah, definitely recommend. Yeah, uh, it's very very have, slow. But we, we have bunch of his movies, but not that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, but 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 look for it. I think it's I think it's on YouTube for free, uh, even yeah, even in decent nice. quality. And he, uh, yeah, he he showed showed lots of uh, I, I think uh, modernist uh, rooms and and brutalist architecture, and it's it's just uh, evoking this futuristic uh, atmosphere right away. I uh, think it's very smart, and they did it in this one too. Mm -hmm. But in this one, um, I I didn't feel like that was in the future. I felt like it's happening now. Well, yeah, I don't think it was trying to be futuristic. But it was yeah. dystopian. Like, surely uh, no one is selling sex slaves in Japan right now, are they? You don't. But know. I mean, the idea of the lobotomy and everything is more of like 1900s. Yeah, I mean, lots of lots of those dystopian science fiction films have uh, societies that that seem medieval. You think it was not uh, meant to be sci-fi? Um, I read I mean, that it was meant to be, but um, it, I would call it industrial, not sci-fi. Huh? Yeah, that's a good yeah. term. I like that too. In, in, in industrial dystopian, or something like that. Industrially dystopian. Yeah, let's uh, create this genre. Yeah, we coined that. We coined something on the last episode too, but I but but I forgot it. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, I, di I didn't forget it. We coined uh, the Crystal Meth School of Acting, which <laughs> I think uh, it was it was uh, going on again this time. Didn't you think? It was. It definitely was there. There was a I lot mean, of yeah. None none of the acting was made in a clear mind i'm sure <laughs> yeah pretty pretty sure i think yeah the crystal meth school of acting um but, but, i don't know to me tokyo always looks futuristic even if it's tokyo from 40 years ago um or 30 33 years ago uh, I, I i once read a science fiction author say in an interview that uh when he uh wants to start a new novel he goes to tokyo and looks at what the people are doing right now because uh he can sort of anticipate that that people everywhere else will be doing the same thing in in 40, for 40 years in the future so uh he's then um coming up with his futuristic futuristic concept what where is he from I don't know. I forget. I forgot his name. It was a random interview that that I read in a in a free newspaper on the on the train one day. So okay. No author that 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 was of particular interest to me, but I uh, remembered his uh, musings on Tokyo. Um, then they go through a basement uh, in, in in this living complex on the way to Himiko's uh, place. Um, I love these basements. They are in every living complex in Germany too. We've we've shot in such a basement. Um, I, it it yeah. even looked it even looked a little bit like the scene we shot. It looked the same, and these always look so fucking creepy. Um, 
but 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 they are everywhere. Why don't make people make these basements prettier? Was yours also as unlit as this movie? Yes. Wait, it was super dark. As unlit. Uh, but, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, the basement was as unlit, but we, we had brought lights. I don't think these guys brought lights. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I mean, uh, the I, I think the beginning of the movie shows that this is a, a capable director who can uh, tell a narrative mm -hmm. story, but then he uh, just straight up decides not to and yeah. completely switches. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I felt like everything what was boring or exhausting me was felt like on, uh, on purpose. Yeah. Um, then I, 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 I wrote down that I think uh, Lost Places are cool locations. Um, th 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 there were some lost places in this. We don't really have many. Interesting note, Lars. Yes, yes. Mm. Um, next thing, uh, she, she, I think she undresses him, cleans him, uh, and, and looks at his Auschwitz tattoo, um, where, where, where it, says, it says his name, like he has a number and, and a code name. Um, I I don't know what's the significance of any of this. Did you guys decode it? The square root of nine hundred and sixty-four is thirty-one point oh four, and goes on. So um, that's what it means. I I have no idea. It's <laughs> it almost looks like pi, but I don't know. It's a stretch. So it's almost pi. <laughs> almost. I mean, I mean, if 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 pi would have been released before this, because pi is also sort of a non-futuristic, uh, what you could call an uh, in industrially dystopian movie. Um, about Jewish people. <laughs> about about Jewish people. So so if if that would have been before this, um, maybe maybe this movie would just would just say, well, we're not quite pie. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not it <laughs> unfortunately it would have been funny <laughs> no Jews in this one so that's that's the mistake probably uh, are there any in Japan I don't know I have no idea but, but probably there is like a Jewish community in Japan right yeah I'm sure but I mean native we should have researched that but no uh, the, uh, the Jews actually are for native every to country <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, uh, also, uh, in these scenes, it's the fifth element story, but turned around. And long before the fifth element was, uh, was, was shot, like usually in movies like this, and even precisely in sort of scientific, uh, as a science fiction-y um, dystopian movies, there is, uh, th th there is two characters. One of them is a lady, and she uh, looks like she's 22, and um, behaves like she's two. Um, and then there's a guy who teaches her the world and then teaches her the art of love. Um, this time it's it's the same thing, but turned around. So weird. It's 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 like 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 the 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 the, the I, I don't know psychosexual overtones of this movie are quite interesting. Like first it's about uh, the, uh, the sort of a fear about uh, I don't know not um, being impotent, and uh, then this um, mother child type of fantasy. It's, yeah. What what did you guys think? Did it make you think of your parents? <laughs> no, not that. But first of all, <laughs> I said that. 
So you can't just quote me and then ask me, what did you think about it? Well, I wrote it down and I said it on, on tape. So But that was yeah. what I said. So what should I answer to it? Yeah, I know because you're copying what I said. And did it make N you think Nissan, of it? don't share your thoughts while watching the movie. Just write them down. Yeah, next time I will write them down and hide it from you. No, I did not think of my... Father, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, I mean, yeah, no, no, but you thinking of your father in this case wouldn't wouldn't be possible because it's it's gender swapped. You like the fifth element, uh, in 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 which it's the the proper thing, the the the, the daughter father <laughs> love story. So, uh, gotcha. Um, I also like Leon. That's even worse in there because it, it's uh, it's not just a kid, um, but who looks like twenty two. It's It's a kid. It's a kid. <laughs> It's an actual, actual kid. And so Luc Besson likes girls, just uh, like Roman Polanski. Luc Besson has said on record that uh, Leon the Professional is about his relationship with his uh, then wife, who uh, he, uh, I, I don't know, he, he got involved with when she was seriously underaged. I think uh, under 16. This is so disturbing. And it's he was, he it's was worse than the movie I've watched. I don't know if that was... Lars, do you think, do you have pedophilia tendencies what's with these directors like yeah interesting right? because of the sector yeah I, i i don't know because because um uh, well, well, well um i was i was thinking about about uh, all the all the politician uh, uh, politicians and um and celebrities on the flight logs of the of the um what's this what's the guy's name again of the uh, the, the the epstein uh, island flights mm -hmm. um I mean, I mean, yeah. Apparently, uh, all filmmakers and uh, producers are pedophiles, and uh, all powerful politicians are at least rapists. So, is that uh, is is that a re re requirement? But 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 actually, to to give a more serious answer, I think uh, that that it might have something to do with uh, many artists. Like that, the, there might be an overlap with people who don't quite properly grow up. Like uh, Michael Jackson has actually talked about that at some point, so so yeah, there might yeah, be some. Yeah, I, I heard about it, but still, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a disturbing thing, actually. I think about about the 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 industry and the type of people who are drawn to it. Uh, I think that's that's why I um, like to uncover these things and then and then talk about them because they kind of disturb me. But no, I do not uh, <laughs> actually have any uh, pedophilic. Uh, Tendencies. I actually Just think that don't, teenagers don't, don't are kind of disgusting with. looking. But yeah. yeah, don't don't work it with any underage people. <laughs> okay. Um, the, the more stuff I read. Uh, this director saying. Um, uh, but mm -hmm. but by the way, I was pleasantly surprised by this movie not actually being that creepy, uh, like in a in a in a, in a sexual way. Like it it was disturbing and all, but it achieved that without um raping anyone but the guy in the beginning yeah that's um, what i meant i even uh, missed that the guy was being raped <laughs> you just thought he's lucky <laughs> having a pleasant threesome <laughs> what's he complaining about <laughs> uh, maybe you know the lobotomy thing was not so nice so yeah but but but, but the, the the sex then that was um yeah <laughs> okay Uh, no, but the, um, the 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 director was talking about uh, his movies in, in in one interview. Like he he's he's very 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 underground, so it wasn't it wasn't actually that um, easy to get a hold of um, interviews or anything um, with him. 
But he was talking about that making these movies uh, in the late 80s, early 90s in, 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 in Tokyo. And he said um, before this one, he made a short in which a woman uh, freaks out in a subway, attacks people and then starts puking. Which reminded hmm. me of a scene in this movie. Um, yeah. So I, I think they just did it again. And uh, they also shot that guerrilla style with uh, hidden cameras just in the Tokyo streets. And I guess uh, lots of the of the public scenes in this one are uh, achieved the same way. Um, mm -hmm. And he said people weren't actually that disturbed or angry or anything because back then there was a, a lively scene of uh, street performances this of this kind in Tokyo. So people actually were kind of used to it and found it funny and endearing. Um, sounds like hmm. Berlin a little bit. Yes, Tokyo sounds so interesting. I really want to want to travel to Tokyo one day. So they that sci-fi writer was actually right because the, the what do you call those people suddenly start dancing on the street? Flash mob. Yeah. So apparently, flash mobs were a thing in like late eighties yes. in Tokyo. Yes, 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 absolutely. And then yeah, right. We we had those in the. 2010s? Yeah, 2000s. Yeah, so interesting. But yeah, I think you can see a lot of that in this. Like, they are doing stuff in public that I don't think you would, you could do in Hamburg. For example, they go to a shopping mall and just eat stuff and they actually steal. And there is a very long shot in, in which they don't even cut; they just follow them around through this uh, through this, this, this mall. I think it it worked out uh, good for both ways because people were kind of looking irritated and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so that would how how people would react. So they had their extras, probably <laughs> without paying them and without uh, <laughs> that the extras knew that what they were doing was just right. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I I thought that sort of remarkable. Uh, this this movie made me made me uh, like Tokyo, and I'm talking about Tokyo all the time. I don't actually know if it was shot in Tokyo, but I think it was. <laughs> While you were talking about Tokyo all the time, I just I I don't know. I just had the need to embarrass you, and I googled if it was really <laughs> shot in Tokyo. I don't know why. <laughs> I just felt like it. It was shot in Tokyo, so I couldn't. Yeah, see, I know my facts before I talk, so <laughs> you can trust everything I say. I think that's yeah, proven. Yeah, he now. writes them down, unlike you, he said. <laughs> yeah. Um, then she, uh, she, she, she teaches him to to speak, Himiko. Um, she she wants Pinocchio to say his name, um, and Yaron, you wrote down how often. <laughs> uh, that name was said in the movie um, at least 50 times I mean it went on for so long and it was so repetitive <laughs> but then when he finally started saying Pinocchio 2 I, I felt very relieved with her I think it was a realistic <laughs> depiction of the um, of, of, of frustrations and joy of teaching <laughs> <laughs> does it uh, uh, does directing directing feel like that too sometimes when you um, like, oh. do you also have like I don't know, actors who can't say a word, right? You, you're asking that if, as, if, as if you didn't know. But uh, no, I, and I, I actually I worked as a as a um, as an acting coach in one of uh, in one of Hamburg's oldest uh, drama schools, and uh, one of Hamburg's drama schools with I think 
uh, oh no, I can't say that. Um, but 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 uh, many of my students were not that bright, so uh, I can <laughs> sympathize with Himiko here. <laughs> I did say it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not that bright to listen to this podcast. No worries. So we 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 talked a lot while watching this movie because it was kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> and during this scene, uh, like we 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 um we sort of discussed the the disturbing implications of a lobotomy, like how 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 utterly that changes you, like losing your erection. No, like like losing your mind. Like what are you? When I, I I think I define identity by brain by 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 yeah, but I I I mean you lose a large chunk of your character, but I think it was mostly overacted by the Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever actually uh, seen an actual victim of a lobotomy. Ha have you, Jaron? There are movies about them. I haven't actually met anyone. I only know the concept from Bojack Horseman, I must admit. Yeah, that's like a realistic depiction of it. That that really oh, disturbed okay. me, that episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's a good disturbing TV show. It's, yeah. It's a very disturbing concept, lobotomy. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit like, um, I don't know, I saw someone on uh, antidepressiva. I don't know. Antidepressants? I just said it, uh, said the German mm. word and pronounce, <laughs> tried to yeah. pronounce it in English, <laughs> like I did it with the tongue. Antidepressants. Yeah. Yes. And um, that's like chemical lobotomy. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> of course, it's not like like lobotomy, but no, it's not permanent. But yeah, exactly. But she was like, I don't know. It didn't look like she should do it. Because she was awake, but also not awake, and I, I wasn't sure if um, I could talk to her because I wasn't sure if if she understood me because she was so you know like on control. But maybe what she took was too strong; it was not right for her. Whatever. I, I, I've actually mm. seen her too, and and until uh, until I saw that and heard about that, and uh, then 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 talked to a couple more friends who who uh, used to be on antidepressants. Um, until that, I embarrassingly actually always thought that must be a bit like ecstasy. But <laughs> 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 it, it should should make you non-depressed, so that's probably MDMA, I guess. <laughs> but it didn't look like MDMA. People on MDMA <laughs> look. Um, disturbing in a, in a different way <laughs> so you can't you can't talk to them too <laughs> no <laughs> but <laughs> but they look happy I mean <laughs> also a uh, chemical lobotomy um yeah don't don't use chemicals kids do use chemicals kids like, 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 um, what, 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 Jaren, let's discuss this. What's the, what's, what's, what's the logic there? Like, on, on, on the one hand, uh, I'm not supposed mm -hmm. to take something that was manufactured in a laboratory to do exactly what I wanted to do. And then on the other mm -hmm. hand, uh, you, 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 you just go and grab a random mold from the floor and eat it <laughs> to have a. <laughs> let's, let's just go have a trip to the forests of Germany. And eat different types of mold. Yeah, I I, I did that. <laughs> nah. 
I like the I like the laboratories. Um, no, no, I'm actually straight edge, dear police. I'm straight edge too, and I haven't smoked like cigarettes and anything for one month now. I quit smoking. Oh. Yeah, this time uh, I made it. I, good job. I quit smoking ten minutes ago. I'll light one up soon. Again. Good job. Good job. <laughs> you quit smoking actually a couple times a day, right? So yeah. That's very respectable. So I, I, I'm winning. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not even drinking sugary drinks anymore. I'm, I'm yeah. only drinking tea, un, unsweetened tea, and doing nothing. It's fantastic. Welcome to thirties, guys. No, I I, I I feel I feel very much um, in my thirties now. It's, yeah, it's, me too. Ooh. We are we are becoming like I don't know what what like the twenty year old people would call. Uh, boring, but I feel so much better. <laughs> I think lockdown actually very much sped that up. Like at some point, I found myself sitting in my living room uh, w w with another couple and we were playing board games and I thought, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> board games? More like board games. Oh, wait, isn't that a German thing to do? Yes, it is. Yes, it is so... It's a it's a German lame old thing to do. It's it's more exhausting <laughs> than watching a Japanese art house movie. Yes, yes, it absolutely is. Um, but yeah, very, yeah. very, very thirty. Lockdown makes you very thirty. Uh, but, but because I mean, there, there, there's not really any reason to 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 get drunk or high or anything because you just you will just sit around in your in your flat with with uh, uh, one one other person at the most. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're lucky. I, I yeah. can, I, I mean, I can imagine um, if lockdown and everything would end and I would go to a real party, maybe I would want to have a cigarette again. Like You shouldn't. I shouldn't, <laughs> I know. But like during lockdown, I, I'm just doing nothing. But uh, I, I used to do nothing, but I used to do stuff. But I don't know. I'm happy that I'm boring now. I feel better. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be straight edge all through lockdown. Yeah. But today uh, it was sunny and we went to the park and I thought, well... Nice. A nice stroll through the park. Not always sunny in Hamburg. Um, back to Japan. Uh, they show lots of shots of them going through the streets. So um, <laughs> I enjoyed that. Um, and then I was thinking about the acting because then we get to see the company where uh, these these sex slave uh, lobotomized people get turned into what they are. Um, we see the boss of that company and his uh, secretary with whom he has the most disgusting uh, sexual relationship I have ever seen depicted in mm -hmm. any movie. Um, uh, what? I don't remember. The thing with the cherries, he has like a a, a bowl of cherries on his, on his uh, desk. And the first scene with the two of them, we see her spitting out water into that uh, bowl. And then he takes out a cherry and eats it. And the, ah, yeah, that was... No, 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 that, 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 that's not the worst thing. Then the second time <laughs> with he, we, we see the two of them, she's sitting on his lap. They are kissing. Then they open their mouths and, and, and go apart. And then between them, there's this ball of slime Ew. in which there is one of the cherries. And then one of them eats it. Like... Ew. You don't remember that? I think I closed my eyes again. I don't rem remember the second part. Do you remember that, Janen? I do, but I didn't feel it was like sexual. It was more like dominating the other one. Was professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Janen, if your boss is doing this to you, 
<laughs> it's not normal, Yaren. We have to talk about it. There's something wrong there. <laughs> so your bosses doesn't feed you cherries from their mouths? I mean, they do, <laughs> but <laughs> but I know it's wrong. <laughs> um, no, but I was thinking about this 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 over stylized um, acting. In this case, of course, it's mm -hmm. extreme. In versus, I think it was quite extreme too. Um, so 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 I had two thoughts on this. Uh, the the one, one thought applies more to verses, where I uh, often feel when watching Japanese stuff, it's it it, it feels like someone watched a um, someone watched an American thing, and filters it through their own cultural perception and uh, mm -hmm. doesn't get a lot of context of that and then sort of imitates it, and then it seems weird. Like I think Germans do that too in their movies. Uh, they, they 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 imitate the surface they see in American movies without really understanding what's going on beneath and not really caring about what's going on beneath and then it uh, seems very weird. There's a Turkish series of uh, horror films that I um, know of and I've seen one of them and it uh, sort of copies Paranormal Activity, but the, um, the 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 bizarre thing is that it never addresses the found footage aspect. They just copy it as a purely style st stylistic choice. You have all these uh, all, all these handheld and amateur cameras, but it never gets addressed at all. Um, so, so, so it's a found footage film without without any explanation for the found footage. And uh, Japanese acting sometimes seems to me to be uh, similar. Like the, the 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 cool guys in verses seemed to you racist you. Uh, well, I'm a cultural chauvinist, and I also just said <laughs> that about my own culture. Um, no, but 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 they seem to be they 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 seem to be mocking uh, Tarantino style acting. You didn't feel that in verses? Yeah. No, it was. Super over the top and everything, yeah. And uh, in, in in this one again, it was in a different way, so over the top that I that I thought about like this. This is a very very Japanese thing, like the the the, the over stylized acting, but but the over stylization in general. And then I thought first, oh, all right, it's all basically just living anime. Like in anime, mm -hmm. people act like that all the time. Like look at One Piece or stuff like that. Um, there's the crystal meth school of acting for you. <laughs> the thing is, I was just, I don't know, in verses there, there were not that the other actors were so great or whatever. They were not bad, but I mean, there was just this one guy who was, uh, screaming or being like freaky. And, um, in this movie, I, I like this movie way better than verses. I, uh, but still at one point, Everybody was screaming all the time, and it was just too much. Yeah, um, and, and and then I thought about the overstylization uh, going going back a bit more. Uh, do you guys know anything about no theater? No. No. Oh, that 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 fits the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no, I actually don't don't know that much either. I've just seen some images, but I uh, have read that this um, the, 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 this thing they often do with these these blood fountains that that's straight out of mm. no theater because they did that with uh, with I, I I don't know um, red fabric and and w w whatever. But, but, but so that many of the over stylization choices seem to actually go back to this medieval uh, tradition. Where it again mm -hmm. makes some sort of sense to me because in these uh, theatrical arenas probably they had to be that big uh, for 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 uh, for all of the audience to see. Um, 
but I just I just thought if if that is the case that they that have carried this over stylized way of acting but also of everything else uh, over from the from the theater from from the middle ages I think then that's that's a lot more interesting and cool suddenly well this isn't anything about the style or what they were directing but did you understand why they beeped out some like unnecessary words like not even curse words stupid ass stuff like that it was beeped out but by choice like it was like an effect it happened like a couple times during the movie probably uh, a Brechtian thing like uh, uh, Brecht had this Brecht had this theory of uh, epic theater where um, mm -hmm. the, the, the the narrative uh, uh, whatever uh, the, the, the play in Brecht's case is uh, supposed to always make sure the audience knows it's a play all the time so the audience doesn't get sucked mm -hmm. in and uh, and consumes passively but always uh, gets kept on the outside to look onto it to mm -hmm. uh, to to analyze and think about it. That was that mm -hmm. was important to Brecht. He also said people should smoke in the theater to heighten that effect because when you smoke, you think better. <laughs> okay, I support that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does something to the to the brain. Um, the, yeah, then um, the, the 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 freak out happens, um, and this reminded me of Possession. Have you guys seen Possession? It's in the list somewhere. No. Uh, no. no. I need to find out one when possession came out ah 1981 so so this was definitely a re reference possession is a movie that we're gonna we're gonna watch so i'm not gonna say uh too much about it but it's by um zulowski and there's a um there's a famous scene in in it where uh the lead actress um freaks out exactly like this like like, like she does um, in a in, in in some sort of underground tunnel, the the scene even looks the same, but then in this uh, movie, obviously, um, she she begins to puke, which does not happen in possession. I think she goes into labor or something in possession. There's bodily fluids too in possession, um, but yeah, um, there's a lot of puke. This was uh, the hardest scene to watch for me. What did you guys think? Yeah, that puke scene, I didn't really like, but. Also, now I'm glad that they didn't have a budget for this movie because it wasn't that realistic looking. Oh, it looked realistic enough for me. And then it was so much. And she made yeah, these so noises. Much. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even talking about the noise. And then, then she was wallowing around <laughs> in it. And then later she took handfuls of it and ate it. This is so disgusting. Oh. I... I... I didn't watch that scene. Why do? You, why are you doing this to me right now? <laughs> I, I also think we shouldn't talk scene by scene on this movie. Now I'm imagining it. We're not even halfway down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm almost done with my uh, almost done with my notes. Um, all right, uh, all, but, 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 I, but I I wanted to to throw something out there. Jaren, have you ever heard of mm -hmm. um, slaughtered vomit dolls? Uh, dolls slaughtered vomit dolls by Lucifer <laughs> Valentino. No. No, you haven't? All right, all right, all right. Um, yeah, this is not a recommendation, by the way. I haven't seen that, and I won't ever see it. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so now uh, I'm sort of through with my, with, with my notes um, and would now mm -hmm. um, come to the main thing. Uh, my theory. Might I, might, I, might I pose my theory? Mm -hmm. Yes. 
All right. So I think uh, this movie is about uh, traumatized people. Uh, I think uh, clearly, I mean, I mean, just just not not even on a me metaphorical level. They both have been traumatized by um, lobotomies and abuse. Um, she apparently before him, she meets him. They like each other. Then they even engage in in a, in a, in a relationship, and then he freaks out, which in turn triggers something in her and makes her very hostile towards him. Uh, she then um, she, she she then goes on to try to kill him. She abuses him. She uh, chains him to this permit of concrete, and he doesn't know what's going on. He, she, he's all the time like, "Why don't you help me? Why are you so mean to me?" Um, then they go back to the to the company that did it all to them. He takes bloody revenge, and then in the end, uh, they 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 find uh, each other again. And she says, uh, "Tear off your face with me, so we're we're we're, we're going to be free." <laughs> and then they both do that, and then they are happy at a concert together. So it feels to me like the soul movie is a metaphor for uh, two people. Uh, exploring like their trauma together and what it does to them, what it does to their relationship, and um, how how they eventually uh, manage to to get free of it all. Um, like the, the the face being an obvious metaphor to to like how you look to the world. Like so 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 you could interpret what she says as something like don't don't care for that stuff like i don't and then sort of they 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 they, they both uh, free themselves from from all the negativity um and in that sense i thought this movie was kind of beautiful um i also think this the, uh, the this film is a uh, an example of um i call this um the this is our how i feel film versus the this is how it looks film uh, this is how it mm. looks film to me would be something like irreversible um which which shows gruesome stuff from the outside because there's a director who's clearly angry about the gruesome stuff and wants you to look at it to confront it and to be as angry as he is and this feels like someone uh, having gone through certain emotions who wants to put you through the same emotions by his filmmaking who wants to put you through his disturbance through his his uh, anger uh, to make it unpleasant for you make the journey unpleasant for you so you feel freed and relieved in the end like like um he does that's uh, my ultimate uh, interpretation of this movie now you guys that, that, that's a cool summary i totally agree with you and i have nothing to Awesome! Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I would. Um, I I I don't know. I, I don't want to sound boring, but um, you already. Um, I, I already knew your interpretation, and I like it too. And uh, it probably is like it is, and it's cute and it's nice. And um, it was still a very disgusting and exhausting movie, <laughs> but uh, this idea is nice and beautiful. All right, I'm through with my notes. Yaren, what are yours? Mm -hmm. I, but those are mostly questions. I have no notes. Let's discuss questions. Yeah, like why did they overact so much? Especially the Himiko. No right theater. Yeah, sure, whatever. And crystal meth. <laughs> the crystal and meth acting school. <laughs> wrote down, I should start counting Pinocchios. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down... Whoa, she vomited so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Why is the guy covered in mustard? Yeah, right. The freak out. 
I, I I didn't understand. Like first it was blood. Okay, I can get behind blood, but but then. Mm-hmm. Well, he was a cyborg, so maybe a cyborg. He's not a cyborg. He's a. I thought person. he was a sex slave cyborg. Yeah, it said it said cyborg in some summary, but I I only saw the lobotomy. Yeah, I think it's an actual person. Yeah. Yeah. Does does lobotomy make you a cyborg? Apparently so. Maybe if you have lobotomy, then you also bleed a little bit yellow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of yellow. Yeah. Like this this guy in Sin City. Um, the the pedophile monster guy, the yellow guy, the yellow mm-hmm. guy. <laughs> you, you you think Pinocchio is a pedophile? Pedophiles have yellow blood. <laughs> that's how that's how you can recognize them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh oh the the so the what's his name? Oh, maybe we never heard his name. The boss guy, mm-hmm. when he recruits those two guys to go and kill the woman and get Pinocchio, uh, he gives those assassins a gas. Yeah. He says that doesn't leave any traces and looks like there's no foul play of a person's death after you use it. Mm-hmm. Which is completely bullshit. Uh, have you seen how they use that gas? It's like bleeding all over the place. The gas is like yeah, tick, something that leaves on the body. So how how is there no tracing after using that? No- <laughs> yeah, but th- th- those guys were all in all very incompetent. Like all- yeah, but also the gas didn't work. Forgettable. Like, Just because you forgot them. I know I remember the boss guys, but they were kind of random, and then they got killed. Not the boss guys, the 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 hunters. Yeah, but the hunters for the boss guys. Yeah. When she killed them in her uh, like place. Yeah, she she scratched them to death. Yeah, that was kind of brutal. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Easily achievable as an effect, but very uh, had quite an impact on me. I could feel those scratches. And I realized just now that I started a pattern of all the podcasts we've done so far with the movies. I keep writing down a quote I liked from the movie. Oh, that's great. Let's hear it. This is from 964 Pinocchio. It's be nice and die quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's... I, I mean, they didn't talk that much in this movie. Um, in all the movies we watched so far, in all three of them, they don't talk that much. Maybe in, in this mean, one, there were they talked more most. Yeah, I think yeah. this is the one they talk the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were most talking. But I mean, next one also is not going to be talking much. Uh, are you through with your notes? Uh, yeah, that's it. Be nice and die quickly is my last note. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, next time, next time, I think there's finally going to be an enjoyable movie, actually. I've been looking forward to this next one for a while now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you guys yeah. know what I'm talking about, right? I do. I've seen it many, many years ago when oh. I was a teenager. And did you like it and then? I don't remember much, to be honest, but I've been wanting to see it before... We started post- podcast even, so it's a good movie to watch. 
So um, you, you, you say the title because I'm confused on how, uh, in which language to pronounce it right now. Uh, let's go English. I made the list in English. Okay. So it's Solaris. Yes. From Tarkovsky. Yeah. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. I'm right now in the mm -hmm. process of reading uh, his diaries, um, which mm -hmm. he started right after finishing this movie. And it's about, uh, the, the, the beginning is a lot about his struggles to get it released. Um, so so that's, that's going to be some context. Um, and I've always wanted to watch anything by him. And I, have, I never have. I feel like such a peasant. Um, I'm a peasant too. I haven't watched anything by him too, I think. So Yaren might be the only non-peasant right now. The mystery oh. man, most clever again. Yeah. yeah. No, I've seen a couple. I haven't seen many of his movies, but it's been <laughs> at least 10, 15 years. So let's see how it goes this time. I'm so much looking forward to it. Um, mm -hmm. we, we, we're going to watch it on Friday, Nissan, right? With your, with your mom again? I'm not sure. But this I is a I think she should movie. join. The yeah. podcast? Yeah, I, yeah. I asked her. She didn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I will ask her again. Shout out to Nisa's mom from here. Yeah, That's, join she us. She should join us next time. Yeah. And you, dear listener, should join us too next time when we are talking about Solaris. Solaris, I think. Yes. Solaris. Um, which is, which is going to be very cool. Also, when I'm looking at the list now, the, the stretch of movies after this is actually pretty good. Yeah, what, what, what's coming? We have Kieslowski after that, mm. and then Belatar. Nice. And then back to Korea. Oh, is, is it A Tale of Two Sisters? Yes. Nissan is not looking forward to Belatar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched one Belatar movie. It was long <laughs> i think it was his 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 uh most um most accessible it was Bergmeister harmonies yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just watched it like a couple months ago oh yes and it was a great movie yeah i loved it mm -hmm. the, the the first scene in particular like <laughs> but yeah let's talk about bilata when, when 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 we get there um i think i think this was nice again yeah, i enjoyed this yeah, I didn't think you could talk this much about this movie. <laughs> yeah, Lars, you're really uh, good at it. <laughs> I, I, I think I liked this movie more than you guys did. Now, honestly, I'm sure of it, uh, yeah. yeah I, I think so too. Uh, <laughs> I liked it better than Versus, but I, I, I really like your interpretation. I think that's um, probably... That, that's um, You're probably right, and I think it's cute and stuff, mm -hmm. but it was so exhausting... Yeah, I wouldn't watch it again tomorrow. I mean, yeah. if it wasn't for the podcast, and I don't like leaving movies unfinished, but I would stop right after the cyberpunk starting <laughs> point, which is like, I checked, it's like half an hour in, I think, in the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be the end of it for me. What, what, what happens at, at, at that point? Um, I think like right after they tongue touch with Himiko. Uh huh. <laughs> he goes through that weird metamorphosis. Yeah. And all that, but it was weird. I really liked the first 10 minutes, I think. I was really hooked. And then it, it got, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I know what you, what you guys mean. 
Um, <laughs> I didn't. I, I can't say I enjoyed it, but I would definitely program this in a film festival. I would definitely <laughs> put crowds through this <laughs> and be very proud of myself afterwards. <laughs> And just go into the theater and watch the people. Yes, yes, <laughs> I would love that. Uh, let's get through with with COVID so we can have film festivals again. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, we should. If we reach enough subscribers or whatever, we should have a campaign. After a, I don't know a good movie, we can say whoever writes the best comment, they can come and watch a movie with us. After all, this is done. That's a cool idea. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. yeah. We should... And since you talked about your amazing theater setup. Yeah. Uh, and, and also, like, even before um, this is all done, like, we could offer, um, but, 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 but that's, that's way further down the road. But there are, um, the, 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 there are services that, that offer you to um, watch a movie uh, with other people at the same time, like it gets streamed from your computer to everybody else. Oh yeah, I heard of that. Yeah. So so there could be like watch parties for for certain movies. Like if we hit the big ones, I think Blade is coming up. So maybe at yeah. that point, <laughs> Blade and Blade Two. They're on the USB <laughs> stick too. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think Blade is peak trash we have. I think everything else is, is more artsy, but there's Blade <laughs> randomly. You know, it's for a change, um, I think it's not bad too. You yeah, know, I love Blade. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I think I think that's it for today. Any, any anyone anyone else to say? Anyone, nope. anything else to say? No, just They're, you do it, Lars. <laughs> just uh, keep listening to us. There are great movies coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. For example, Blade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Solaris next time. Next time. Solaris, whatever. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.